OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth too. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks first, Mr. P Features. Hello, Internet. That was awful. I can't even. No. I'll pitch correct. I'm not later. even going to. Uh, I got it. That was just. Wow. So. Mauer. Beep you, Menti. I mean, you, like, I feel like that was forced. I felt like you like you didn't give me like you. It was You know what it felt like? Like you had to say it because it's your intro and all. But there was no heart there. There you was know, no heart sometimes there. Sometimes I just don't feel like I hate you as much as I normally do. <laughs> The vitriol's not there. What can I do to bring it out of you? Hold on, I'm getting there. (laughs) Just keep on talking, man. Just keep talking (laughs) and I'm going to hate you. Just keep talking. Hold on, here it comes. Beep you! Oh my, oof, I didn't like that at all. (laughs) Menti.com. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting Wednesday. It's going to be an awesome Wednesday. Because it's it's, it's just us. It's just us. It's just us. It's just us. That's the name just of the show. Just the two of us. You and I. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Feech uh, still can't make it for, for reasons we will not disclose on a microphone. Uh, but, yeah. If you text me, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's really weird. You know. I'll, uh, don't worry. I'll post his phone number online. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Baby Huey couldn't make it either. So it is literally uh, Beauty and the Beast here. I'll let you figure out who's who. Uh, well, you know, mm. <laughs> I don't mind being the beast. Yep. And I'm not that beauty. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Nope. So, uh, yeah. So welcome to the Wednesday show. If you're new around here, that's where we talk about the news. The new news. All uh, right. So all the happenings from around said comic sphere. Comic related current events. events. Comic related current events. Comic related current events. Yeah, we still can say it. Is it even on the board anymore? No, I'm proud of us. Look at us. We don't, we don't even need it written down. For those playing along at home, it was written on the board because we suck. Yep. Related comic <laughs> events. Anyway. The current. We got plenty of things to talk about, even though San Diego Comic-Con's right around the corner, and yeah. they're going to steal all the news for Sucking a while. Sucking all the news. It's just, it's terrible. Don't they realize we got a show to do? I, they don't think they do, and I, and I really think it's wrong. Like, I feel like I was owed an explanation. We should write a letter. A really strongly worded letter. And then start a change.org and petition. Then, and then we'll put glitter on it. <laughs> and stickers? <laughs> like, but angry stickers, though. Like, okay. not, not like happy, like stars and stuff. No. And like, like the glitter I would use would like be like lightning bolts. Would be like purple. And black. Well, black glitter. Yeah, I guess you got, could be black They got black glitter. glitter. I guess so. But yeah, definitely yeah. at least purple. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, for, like, uh, we get, okay. Plenty of things to talk about from from the Walking Dead being canceled to Marvel Zombies starting soon. What? And the whole world about getting pissed off about a Joker 
What was that? That's my well, redneck voice. Well, I don't even know what you're going on with that redneck <laughs> voice, damn. <laughs> French fried taters. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two men being off a bridge. <laughs> wow. Do we make sling blade jokes? <laughs> Five minutes into doing the show where it's where uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Good for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Got them French fried taters. <laughs> Some people call it a Kaiser blade. I call it a sling blade. Uh, this is the kind of mood we're in. I reckon. You know, the it ain't la- got no gas in it. <laughs> Was the last time you and I did a show alone after the convention, New York? I feel like it's happened before. And the problem is, is that there's no one here to mediate us. No. And the downside is, is that Maurer usually like reels me in. But for some reason, when it's when it's just me, I think my influence really brings Maurer down a notch. And then I get dumb. You get dumb. I get dumb. You're going to get dumb. I'm going to get dumb. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Uh, for all our Southern friends, we're not making fun of you. We're laughing with you. Well. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. We don't need deliverance here. All right. So let's start in comics. No way. Cobra Kai. Wow. You're baby hewing the news, man. You're just you're just too excited to say words. Words. So right off the bat, let's start with Cobra Kai, but not that YouTube show and not the original Karate Kid movie, but a comic book retelling the origin story of or the original story of the Karate Kid. Right. When you hear that, you're like, eh, I don't know if that's necessary, but I kind of love it because the whole book's going to be told from Johnny's perspective. And if, as Maurer pointed out, if you're a fan of How I Met Your Mother or if you watch YouTube at all, there is a great video about how Danny LaRusso is an asshole. So he wants to, Barney Stinson wanted to root for the Karate Kid, which was a story of a hopeful young karate enthusiast whose dreams and moxie take him all the way to the All-Valley Karate Championship. Of course, sadly, he loses in the final round to a nerdy kid, but learns an important lesson about a gracefully accepting defeat. What are you, what are you reading? That's Barney Stinson's quote on what the Karate Kid is. And it's him talking about... Anyway, uh, I will post the other video that goes into a lot more detail about how Danny is the, uh, is the jerk of the whole situation. He's just a jerky jerk face. I agree. He is. He is. And Look, whiny. I'm not saying that Johnny's not flawed, but Johnny got a lot of slack and didn't do but so much. I mean, sure, he did run him off the road and he did take a tumble down a hill, right? Wow. Well, yeah. But at the same time, Danny keeps throwing punches. <laughs> Look at me. I had to move. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm interested in the book. The art's pretty cool looking. I'm Didn't into he that. go from Jersey to California? I don't know where it was. I'd have to watch that movie. Wasn't again. somewhere nice, though? Yes, it was. It was. I want to go home. Uh, but, yeah, that's the book. I, take I'm, your fence. Wash your car. It's the... I, I like... I mean... All right, what do you think about comic books that, that tend to, like, fill in gaps? Like, for example, Stranger Things had that comic book where it tells more about Will. Vader Down. Va- yeah, but well, what's, when did Vader Down take place? That was in between... Because Vader Down was great. Still one uh, of the... Episode uh, four and five. Still, hands down, the best Vader quote... Oh, yeah. Of any Darth Vader media... Period. What was it? You're surrounded. I'm surrounded by nothing but fear and dead men. Oh, the chills. And then he uses the force to kill everyone at once. Didn't he like blow up 24 X-Wings with just like the wave of his hand? Yep. It was just like, poof, you're dead. Uh, A lot of you gone. 
Which then begs the question, if on his own, all he had to do is put his hand out and a 24 X-Wings blew up, why couldn't he have done that during the trench run? Because he didn't really want to win. That's the whole thing with Darth Vader is that inner turmoil uh, plagued him whenever there was anything against Luke. But he didn't know who Luke was, really. The Force did, though. Mm. And he is a child of the Force. Mm. So therefore, I he knew. say that's a weak response, Dan. Let's say that <laughs> hey, right yo, there was a weak response. Why don't you just back up? We're just gonna keep making voices <laughs> with this whole show. I don't even want just voices, but I'm gonna make it. <laughs> Where's the boom? It's 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 almost like a like a like like a New York deli meets uh, Mike Tyson. That's what I'm doing right there. That's what that's the voice I'm going with. All right. So uh, the next thing we're gonna talk about Weirdest is the Leviathan. Ever. The Leviathan. Leviathan. Event Leviathan. So tell me Fight. about, so for anybody unaware, that is Brian Michael Bendis's big overall arcing story that's happening within the DC universe right now that encompasses a lot of DC stuff. Yeah, and issue two has a reunion of sorts that a lot of fans have wanted to see, especially recently with events that have happened in the DC universe, mainly being Batman has teamed up with Jason Todd. So, Mr. Maurer, yes. what is the Leviathan? What, what is this for our talking about? Leviathan two? is the organization that has been trying to take down all the secret organizations. In the secret organization that's taking out the secret yeah. organizations? Like, but I wonder if there's another secret organization that is watching the takedown of the secret probably. organization by the secret organization. Like taking down Argus and all those type. Not Argus. Argus. Um, but from the beginning, fans have thought of that Jason Todd was the one behind all of this because you know he's awesome i like his new costume i don't don't the i like mortal, it he looks like a mortal Kombat flunky Fight. i'm not into it <laughs> um here's what michael brian michael bendis said to stay though with this mystery and this story he's saying that there's clues in the books that fans can figure it out <gasps> so it's not going to be something like there's a twist at the end that is impossible for you to figure out he's writing it like those old mystery books where if you pay enough attention you should be able to pick things out with pictures and the clues that he's giving you. Um, the book starts with Jason Todd working with Batman, and we'll see what happens. It would be a cool twist if he's just taking him down the wrong path, since we know that Jason Todd is kind of smart. There's no kind of. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. How smart is Jason Todd? I mean, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's pretty smart, though. He's a smart guy. Out of the Robins, who's the smartest? Uh, Tim. Tim Drake. I would say Jason's above Dick. Um, Grayson. I hate your pauses. <laughs> uh, you would say Jason Todd's smarter than Dick Grayson? I don't know if I'd give you that. Just because of the time with Batman. He's had more time than anybody else has, so he has a lot more time to pick things His up. His strategy and, might be better than Jason's. But, and Jason, Jason's, Jason spent a lot of time dead. And then he was a crime lord. You know what I mean? So like I don't gotta be pretty smart to be a crime lord. Yeah, but you but to be trained by Batman. True. I, I would I would probably have to say it's probably it's I don't know where Carrie Carrie Kelly, I feel like isn't gonna Carrie Kelly's probably up there. Uh, Stephanie Brown isn't at all. <laughs> no. But Damien no, Damien's up there. Damien yeah. absolutely, because Roz uh, Ghoul is gonna have him studying. So hard. Tim Drake, Damien. Then Nightwing. Because ben- Damien didn't have to work for anything really. You know what I mean? Like he just studied. He just studied. Like he was studied and trained. That's all that. Kid that's did. all he did. Where Tim Drake, guy on the streets. Well, Tim Drake's just brilliant. I mean, that's yeah. kind of his whole thing. 
Best Robin. Their best Robin is Tim Drake. I love Tim Drake. He's the best Robin. Blasphemy. I go him and Dick Grayson are like one A one B. I feel like Dick is number one. But do we think he's number one just because he's the first? He's Dick Grayson. You goddamn right. All right. <laughs> you you show, love the you Dick. You put some respect on that name. All right. <laughs> you put a little respect on it. You know, like, like some seasoning. You put a little little sprinkle here, a little dab there. You know what I'm talking about? A little salt. A little something. A little something, something. All right, we are getting way off topic. We are off topic. That's that is the name of this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so issue two, not much has happened so far in this. So that. But if you have theories, let us know in the comment section down below. <laughs> let us know. Hey, want to hear some cool news? What's some cool news? Some Batman news. Oh, it's uh, Lapham, David Lapham. David Lapham has shared Lapham. the entirety of Detective Comics number eight hundred one that was originally drawn by who? Bill. Sinkowicz. One more time? Sinkowicz. One more time. Sinkowicz. Sinkowicz. Um, who, if you don't know, is an amazing artist, has a very liney ask Mauer. art style. Ask, I, mean, I like how I'm saying Ask Mauer, like there's somebody else in the room, but Ask, ask Mauer why he likes this guy so much. <clears throat> ask Mauer. Hey, Mauer, why do you like this guy so much? Well, hey, one. Mauer, why do why <laughs> you like that guy over there? Well, one, he does amazing... Uh, that's, renditions of when people pass away. No, no, but, that's but, not that's not it. Oh, oh you're talking because he's a Moon Knight artist. There we go. And he's freaking awesome. But he's got that art style where there's lots of wild lines and it kind of forms into if CJ. He, he has a very wild style. If CJ was a line artist, have you ever seen CJ's line drawings? It's very similar to where, and I'm talking CJ Drayden, who we talk about on the show pretty frequently. Um, he just has styles where it kind of hones in on what's going to be there. Like, it starts off real wild, and then you kind of get the details into it. But there was an entire book that was drawn by him, and originally he was going to do a 12-issue arc, but outside circumstances kept him from doing it, and there weren't really an artist that was willing to pick up the mantle after him. So the editor said, you know what, we're going to scrap that first issue and start it over again. And what's it been, 10 years now or so? Um, they re-released it, or the, uh, the author released it there for free. There are ones you were looking for. <laughs> Woods are they hard. They are ones when you were looking for. They float around your head. <laughs> Everyone's got a plan. <laughs> I'm going to do it all. I'm a fud. <laughs> so now it's, now it's Tyson, Elmer Fudd, and some guy in New York. <laughs> Everybody's got plans. Everybody, punched in the mouth. Everybody's got plans. They got points in the mouth. Um, but they released the PDF that has some extra splash pages and like a little forward written by the author. It's really cool looking. I will put a link in the show post. Of course you will. Because that's what I do around here. You do that. I, I talk and I, and I post. You want to talk zombies? I, of course I want to talk zombies. Which so one do you want to talk first? We got two things to talk. Death first, or resurrection? First, we got to talk about Walking Dead. Okay. We got, we got to talk about this, the, the hubbub. Uh, the hubbub. Surround, the, surrounding the Walking Dead. Spider-Man dies. So the joke is not funny. <laughs> So, first so. off, The Walking Dead ending at issue 193 randomly before 193 came the out. The worst. Like, Okay, first off, first off, Robert Kirkman says that he hates being a fan and knowing when things are coming to a close. Too bad. So he, his whole thing is he hates when he watches a TV show or he hates when he's getting the, the final couple pages of a book, that feeling of knowing it's going to end. So he said he wanted to keep the, the end of The Walking Dead a secret. So even he though, obviously doesn't watch his show. Even though... When the book first started, he said everyone was going to die, that this is not a book about hope, and that you're going to lose everybody and just get ready for it. Well, that didn't happen, because after, spoiler alert for anybody who's not caught up on the book, again, one last time, 
If you're not caught up with the book, spoiler alert. But when Rick Grimes died, they ended the book. Not when everybody died. When Rick died. But when old man Rick goes, and he, that was it. We're done. Then it's a flash forward and some nonsense happens. But here's the thing. Do you truly, truly you? believe that at 193, you, your plan was to end your book? No. In a shot? No. 195. No. 190. You're right by 200. You were right there. You were right. Stretch it there. out. And the last time we hit a hundred dollar uh, hundred dollar, we hit a hundred issue uh, um, uh, milestone. Milestone. I was going to say cornerstone. When you said milestone, I'm all over the place, man. I got a monster. Ooh. I got a weird green monster. Um, Ultra what, paradise. Yeah, it's uh, no, it was it was a bit much, but it's it's coursing through me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that milestone. What you gonna do, brother? We lost we lost Glenn and we got Negan, and it was a big deal. You know what they should have done? End two hundred. Issue two hundred should have been Rick dying in the beginning, the flash forward, and the end, all in one book. Would have been amazing, like a big, like a like a sixty four page book. You know, what didn't I mean? even have like, to be that. Bang, Rick, you're dead. We're in the future. It's over. It, I, I I don't. Like, I believe that his intention was to end the book around now, because that might be actually true, right? We don't know when that decision was made. Maybe it was later on, but ending at 193 just seems weird. What if his motivations for ending it are the lawsuits aren't going well with AMC? I don't think that's the case. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to end the book. What are you going to do now? They're going to have another sequel or another spinoff show come out. AMC's not getting rid of that anytime soon. (laughs) They're like, crap. There's no crap. They're, they're like, they have plenty of material to go off of. And like three fans. Again, they made an entire season out of two comics. <laughs> but I two. like those two comics. No, you don't. Well, the comics were great. The season was not. I did like that season. No, you did not. You're Nobody talking about did. You're the talking farm? farm? I like the Nobody farm. Nobody gave a shit about the I farm. I loved Herschel. Uh, sure. When he was in the city, but like drinking the for the first time. And you meet the Philly guys that were assholes for some reason? <laughs> well. I mean, one was absolutely you. <laughs> one was, there was no question. One of them was absolutely you. And the other one was you. No. No. I wouldn't even like that. That's not how I'd be. <laughs> Listeners, go back and watch that episode. Yeah, it's not me. Let us know if that's, that's not me. It's not me, though. Right. Um, but yeah. We so should that, move on. No, we got, we got to talk about the other zombies. Oh, well, I want, shh. Move on from Shush. the Shush. Don't you Encino I, I will Encino I am man the Encino Manor. beep out of you. You're taking all my catchphrases. <laughs> Next, you're going to be like, are there ninjas? Beep you, man. You don't come. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we got Walking Dead ending. We've got Deceased over at DC doing wonderful, right? Because it's a wonderful book. Because it really is very well done. I think it's, it's a wonderful. arguably one of the most clever zombie books I've ever heard. Truth. Of, or seen. Read. Or read. Observed. All of those things combined. Consumed. Consumed. That's the best one. For zombies... That's the best. Uh, yeah. uh, Take a bite out of that book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. All right. So I feel like I should have like one of those like horns. <laughs> like <laughs> Aruga. Like that yeah, one. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay. I don't know why. why like I, the triangle bell. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about I'm Marvel Zombies. Wayne's World 2 right now. So in October, Marvel Zombies is making a return. And for anybody unaware, Marvel Zombies has been around for a little bit, but they've been gone for quite a while. Marvel Zombies were awesome. Were. Were. Still are. Were. <laughs> the last time we saw them was in the Secret Wars book when they were like in that pit with the symbiotes and the Ultron bots. That's it. Yeah, but Although the- it was really cool when, when Black Panther was like controlling them. But they had their own miniseries, which was also very cool with poor Black Panther. 
That's all I'm going to say if you've never read that book, <laughs> but poor Black Panther. Uh, but they, there were so many kind of cool aspects about how being a zombie works, especially when you're focusing on Cutting zombies. little slivers of somebody up. Just, I mean, I, just, I already said the thing. I said, I said poor, poor man. You don't got to go into detail. All right. So, okay. Basically, if they ate, if those Marvel zombies ate, they got their, their sanity back. Right. So the moment they eat, they're no longer driven by hunger and they can think as rational people. But then the hunger takes back over and they become more zombie. And then if they eat too much, the hunger overtakes them and then they just become the funniest is uh, the Hulk. Hulk. The Hulk shrinks back down afterwards. The the femur comes through him. Oh, man, (laughs) because he eats like the Hulk, but he has to go back to banner after he eats. So good. it's amazing. But then they also get the powers of those that they eat, which is weird. So like they went spoiler alert, but they ate Galactus. Which, and Silver how, Surfer. How you do that, I don't know. But they ate Galactus. But they also were brought into to, um, Hickman's Fantastic Four, right? They reached out to Reed. So Reed of an alternate universe is reaching out to Reed. And he's like, no, we've got answers. And then it turns not, out he's evil. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of cool that they're coming back. We don't really know a lot about this. All we know is that it's, it's starting when Deceased is ending. Yeah, the timing's a little peculiar. The timing is perfect. So you've if you got really think about it. You've deceased got ending, Walking Dead ending, and who wrote The Walking Dead? Kirkman. And who wrote the original Marvel Zombies? Kirkman. Hmm. And they haven't announced who the writer of Marvel Zombies is. Mm-mm. So stay tuned. Hmm. That sounds like a quick payday to me. It would be kind of cool for for Kirkman to go back to that. I don't think he would, but I would take it. They would... throw cash at him for a six or twelve issue miniseries. Yeah, but he's got so much else going on. It's not like this guy's strapped for time and, and they're. He and could cash. write three pages of a story and go, here you go. I don't think he needs it. Yeah, we'll see. Like, he's so about building Skybound. Like, <laughs> most of his decisions are based around Skybound. He, I mean, hell, he's got, he's got a movie uh, and a TV show for Invincible coming. You've got Outcast season two, right? You got that book still going. You've got uh, Oblivion Song just got picked up for a movie. So, who do you want writing it? Well, I mean, I want Kirkman. <laughs> I'm not against the idea whatsoever. I think Kirkman would be great for it. But yeah, yeah. R- Romero. Wow. Way to make it sad. I mean, I would want that, though. <laughs> you asked. All right. Well, now that I'm going to cry, let's move on to TV. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be the end of that. TV will be quick because there's one thing to talk about. One. And it's with somebody. It's the I loneliest number. I know. Like. You know what this is? This show for DC is like Jessica Jones for, for Marvel Netflix. Like when they announced Stargirl, I was like, why? But now, now that we're learning about it so far, it's had some cool stuff. <laughs> so here's what we know about Stargirl. They're trying to be as accurate. Who's Stargirl? Because <sighs> <laughs> nobody cares. It's Jessica Jones all over again. She found her dad's... Let me, let, me, let me just correct myself by saying it's not that we don't care about Jessica Jones now, but at the time we were like, yeah, go why back and listen. would you do Jessica Jones? Like, this is so dumb. Um, but anyway, you're going to look that up and I'm going to fill time. <laughs> so you didn't know. But what we know about it so far is it's going to have a lot to do with the JSA, the forming of JSA, because Stargirl is the daughter of one of the founding JSA members, sidekicks, Starman, I think it is. 
You'll Are find you asking out. me? I'm asking you because you look like you have the page up. Um, created by Jeff Johns in appearing in American comic book publisher DC Comics. The character's name. I know it's based off of his sister uh, that passed away. Patterns off Johns's sister, Courtney, who died in an explosion. Yeah, the, a plane crash. Wow. Didn't know that. I think it was like the TSA plane that crashed. That's a shame. Or the... Yeah, you know it was. That's pretty brutal. So it's a, a book that's near and dear to Jeff Johns' heart. Um, and they're really putting a lot of uh, like the old comic into it. So with the JSA, the Justice Society of America, who was one of the main characters that founded that? Justice Society? Yeah. Um, when you think Justice Society of America, who do you think of? I know who I think of. Uh, I would say um, Jay Garrett. And I would say... Alan Scott, mm. the guy that's afraid of wood. Yeah, he is. That's not a, that's not a joke. There's no joke there. Um, and it turns out he might be appearing in Stargirl. I wonder what version of Alan Scott they're going to do. Like if they're going to traditional Alan Scott or New 52 Alan Scott. Traditional. I think they'll go traditional. Because um, it plays off. Is, if you're saying Doom Patrol is as close as it is to the comics and is playing well. I, I just know that everything I, that I think is ridiculous in that show, and I look it up, and it's still, it actually truly stemmed from a comic. The coolest part about that show is I'm like, there's no way that person's real. There's no way. And then I'm like, holy crap, there's a whole <laughs> long history around this character. Um, Flux Mentalo is a guy who actually existed. Mr. I can fl- I don't even want to tell you what yeah, he does when he flexes. <laughs> um, Alan Scott first appeared in 1940, All-American Comics number 16. Think about that. 1940. Yeah, he got better, though, when he was renamed Hal Jordan. <laughs> um, yeah, when Mauer told me this news, so we're sitting down, we're, we're talking, and Mauer goes, hey, guess what? Green Lantern, because I'm a big Green Lantern fan. Green Lantern might be in Stargirl. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be Alan Scott. Oh, that's less awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like Alan Scott. I mean, do you, though? I mean, okay, you like Alan Scott. Like, like I, I like Alan Scott like I like the Fantastic Four. He's, nece- he's a necessity. He needs to be around. He's important to all of comic books. But I don't really care to buy an Alan Scott book. I guess. I just, I did like the JSA when I was a kid. Like, I remember reading the old issues of that. Remember, I read the old crap. Finding the, the, the green flame. <laughs> <sighs> His oh, weakness to oh, wood Alan. is better than the weakness to yellow. Well, that was retcon because yellow was fear. <laughs> Just watch yourself. Just because it's retconned doesn't mean it wasn't bad in the beginning. Retconned. All right. <laughs> Moving on. That's all of our TV news. All right. Going into uh, to movie real quick. Let's talk some movies. So first off, let's talk about a potential villain for Spider-Man. Really non-news, but I just... I Coming back home? I, I kind of want to like just for a second yell at all the comic journalists who I feel like are just... So it's homecoming, far from home, homeward, homeless, homeward bound, Spider Man, homeless, homeward bound, homeward bound, homeward bound. All right, home run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, monster! Uh, yep. All right. So, like, I like, I like how long we pause for a horrible joke. <laughs> We just let everyone in suspense as we both were. All that happened is Mauer and I just looked at each other in, in our heads. We were like, what other homewards can we do? Spider-Man homework. Oh, 
No. <laughs> I, I like homeless. Okay. So, there's a Craven, the last hunter. <laughs> the last hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Craven's last stand, dark phoenix home. All right. So, Craven the hunter um, is a longtime villain of Spider-Man that a lot of people have suspected was going to show up in one of these Spider-Man movies for a while now. There's been rumor about Craven showing up. Craven's the guy who, who wanted to hunt Spider-Man. Well, especially he, since John Watts has re- like showed himself buying that. Yeah, walking out of walking the comic shop with with, with, uh, with uh, Craven's Last Hunt. Um, here's the thing. When looking into this, it seems like everybody in the comic journalist world wrote an article <laughs> and then just left blank spots where they could fill in somebody connected to the movies. Where they asked them where a they, specific like, question. Hey, are you going to put Craven in one of the movies? Because the answer was like, yeah, no, we're looking into that. We don't know yet. Yeah, but you know, we're looking at a lot of characters. So they want to put Craven in the, the next movie. Wait, now come on. With Stop. how it ended, spoiler alert. Well, big spoiler alert. Like real big spoiler alert. Can Do I we, say this? I don't think you should. It's been a nope, 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 nope. With how it ended, it's uh, it's rough. That that mid credit scene definitely changes all of the Spider-Man mythos for Marvel. Can I just MCU. give two comics that I think it might be tied into the next story? Sure. So, Craven's Last Hunt right. and Identity Crisis. Identity Crisis is that one where we got Ricochet, which is baby Huey's not here, so I can say it. One of the stupidest. Spider Man portrayed person. two heroes and two villains to figure out. Yeah, and they were really all dumb looking, like wildly dumb looking. Like, You'll put it in the post. It's amazing that we got rid of because Ricochet, Flock of Seagulls, man. I just, I can't wait. Every time baby Huey's like, no, I like Ricochet. No, you don't. No, Dusk. Does. People like Dusk. No, they didn't. People don't know who Dusk is. Nobody knows who these people are. Spider-Man. Nobody knows. (laughs) Nobody knows. All right. But that's what I think it's going to (laughs) be. Okay. (laughs) So. I've been right about crazier things. Craven's Last Hunt is one of Spider-Man's most beloved stories, you know? So what's the other one? Partial spoiler. uh, Identity Crisis is... Spider-Man is framed for murder, and to figure out what happens, he becomes two heroes that aren't anything like Spider-Man, and two villains, so he can find out information on both sides of the law. Yeah, and Ricochet was dumb. All right, moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Let's talk Morbius. Nobody wants to talk about Ricochet. You want to talk Morbius? Uh, Morbius, the living vampire. Such a cool character. Morbius man. No? You know what? In the past few years, I've gotten to see all of the villains... That I'm a fan of, so I'm hoping the Batman movie has the Riddler in it, and it'll be a perfect few Jim Carrey? Wow, that'd be great. Have him come back. Show me how to punch a guy. Know who would have been an even better um, Riddler, but they screwed it over by using him against Jack Nicholson? Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. But they screwed the pooch with that one. Way to make it sad. Yeah. Do you know that story? I got one. You got one. Yeah. Do you know the story, though? How he... I like how Storytime Mauer wants to do this in it's fine. 31 minutes into so the show. Jack Nicholson wouldn't sign on to play the Joker, so they offered it to Robin Williams. He was all for it, and then he realized that they were just offering it to him to make Jack sign. And then they're like, well, we got another movie coming up. We'll have you be the Riddler. And he's like, nope, and he never wanted to do anything with him again. Didn't, movie, didn't do a movie with the studio for a while. I don't blame him. So Can't blame you. But... <clears throat> all right. Morbius. 
So Morbius, we know he has a movie with Sony coming out. Um, we know it's going to be released in what June twenty twenty. Yeah, July twenty twenty. July twenty twenty. July twenty. The end of July. Uh, yeah, July thirty first. Almost August. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, a hop, skip, and a jump. Um, not even half a hop. But here's the thing: it, it it really seems like Sony has very high hopes for this movie. So we know it's Jared Leto. They got some biggins because they are going up against some wow. So Wonder Woman eighty four. It's going up against uh, the new Top Gun. I was going to say, Top Gun's really... I don't think Top Gun's as big of a draw for younger kids that would be seeing comic book movies. That movie's going to be amazing. It might be. And it's going to make bank. You want, me, you, you want me to admit something that I probably should admit? Don't say it. You've told me before, and I want to punch you in the throat every I've time. I've never actually seen Top Gun. I watch Top Gun like once a week. I know. I'm disappointing everybody, I'm sure. But it's also going up against the new Ghostbusters movie, which that's going to make bank. Yeah. That new movie, especially yeah, after Paul Rudd. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that one right there gonna yeah. make some money though. It's gonna make some money right there though. All right. What are we doing? We what are we doing we we gotta talk about we we got anything else to talk about with Morbius? Well Morbius, you know, he started <laughs> Spider Man one oh one. Nineteen seventy one. Nineteen seventy one over First there. villain not created by Stan Lee for Spider Man. No way. He's on a what gonna which one another guy. <laughs> but he's got like the you know, he's like not like a vampire though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stop. He is. He's got cool powers. He's like a pseudo vampire. It's in me. Um, it's in me. He's got like the powers of vampire and none of the weaknesses. He's Blade. He's Blade for Spider Man. Spider Blade. Spider Blade. Um. Yeah. Should be cool. Yeah. I'm. I'm excited. I'm um, more excited of this than uh Jared Leto's Joker. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like when they said Jared Leto was playing Joker, it's like Meh. when they say he's playing Morbius, I'm like, that moody bastard can pull that off. All right, so I think the final story we're going to talk about is the Joker. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk about the snap and the blip. Can we just talk about that real quick? Okay, go ahead and say the thing. So Fahey is actually saying that they always referred to it as a blip, but then the public called it the snap. Because that's what it is, Fahey. Uh, but now he's narrowed it down. The snap is when everybody disappeared. The blip is when everybody comes back. Okay, well, that makes sense. That, I mean, look, the blip sounded really dumb until you see the movie and you realize who's saying it. It's the blip. That whole statement is him going, I don't want to piss off either set of fans. Well, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Snap is them disappearing. Blip is them coming back. That makes sense. All right. Moving on to the Joker. Okay. The Joker there. That Joker there on the bus there. <laughs> Even I'm getting tired of you now. <laughs> well, good. I told Beep you. you. I told you I was going to make you mad by the end of the show. And then you make you mad. All right. Talk about the Joker. Talk about him. This Talk, is your thing. Oh, well, you... All right, fine. So the Joker's going to piss people off because, uh, yeah, it's not going to be anything to do with the comics. No shit. Right. We knew that going into this. Like, okay. So when you watch that trailer, other than the fact that it's a dude who wants to be a comedian who t- goes crazy and puts on clown makeup, what, what Joker do you see there? And nothing. And from the beginning when they said, we have our own story to tell. We want to do something dark. We want it R-rated. We want to show you what could cause somebody to become the Joker. There's nothing like they don't need a comic to. It's an like Elseworld story. What is the what is the meme that was going around for the longest time? Where is like when Joker was first introduced, throw him into a vat of acid. <laughs> this is throw him new, into society. New Joker, throw him into society. <laughs> I mean, I am so excited for this because this is going to be one of the first comic films. That we have no idea what's going to happen. Mm-mm. None. Nope. How refreshing is that? I'm excited. This, look, 
The more this, the more that we see, like those new Empire, is it Empire magazine? Oh, the Empire those covers. covers are phenomenal. I can't. I. It's about a guy becoming the Joker. So we don't even like by the end he could look like the Joker. I am really, really scared for Joaquin. I kind of like the makeup though. Like, yeah, it's grown on me to a point. I'm like, I'm like at first it was such a shock. Like the seventies, tr- all the traditionalists out there, like all had like the same gasp when they saw for <gasps> what is that? <laughs> He's got makeup on what, his nose. There's blue under his eyes. What no! is this? I'm really scared for Joaquin though. Cause he looks like he's you, all in. You sounded like Captain America when he dies in the Avengers game. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I can't move. <laughs> Help me, Quicksilver. Thanks, Quicksilver. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. Do. Right there. I think that's that's the news, though. Do that thing. I mean, that news is over. Uh, thank you for listening to this wacky and wild issue of Fireside Chats. Be sure that you can beep you. <laughs> beep you. <laughs> beep you. It was a very, yeah, very shattery. <laughs> Menti, do that thing. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. You can find uh, me, Jay Menti, John Menti, depending on where you look. Then there's Mr. Mauer, the underscore asshole. <laughs> I messed up your whole thing. It's the is Mr. Mauer, the asshole at the underscore. Wait, something. I forget. Where are you found? The underscore Mr. Underscore Mauer. There you go. All right. That's it. Uh, if you like the show, comment, like, rate, all that stuff. Subscribe, share with a friend. All that stuff goes a long way because at the end of the day, this all comes down to word of mouth. And we appreciate all of the support that we've been given. Our firesiders in our group, we love every one of you. Thank you for being around for as long as you have. Thank you for all our newbies. Uh, yeah. What's a Nubian? <laughs> Deuces. Ariel. <laughs> oh. Excelsior. Five show at OG Podcast Network. Where we at? <laughs> That's the show though. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye.